Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show one of the greatest swimmers of all time, regardless of country. It is Amanda Beard, four Olympics, uh, two golds, four silver, one bronze, and she's here to talk about her swim school, Beard Swim Company, and uh, also um, she is an advocate for water safety and drowning prevention and serves on the board of the Hope Floats Foundation. Amanda, welcome to the program. It's great to have you. And when you think about the first time you went to the Olympics, were you just like a freshman in high school? I mean, it's pretty amazing. You were just a little kid in a way, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. I was a little pipsqueak for sure. Um, it was actually between my freshman and sophomore year in high school. Um, but if you looked at me, you would have thought I was probably a lot younger. I was tiny and um, definitely looked like I was uh, lost, a lost child, <laughs> for sure. Well, I mean, you could see walking around with, with the teddy bear, and yet you weren't lost when it, come, when it came to winning medals. So, I mean, <laughs> on the one hand, you could, did people kind of say, oh, my gosh, you know, now you have to live up to that? Was there pressure? Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that, you know, when you're that age, there's everything is so magnified. You know, there's so much going on in your life. And at that, when you're at that age, at being a teenager, even the smallest thing seems like it's so huge to you. So um, coming home from the Olympics at that age and trying to feel like I was supposed to live up to uh, people's expectations of continuing to bring home medals and records and it's just uh, basically impossible for someone to try to strive for. And me being a perfectionist, like I feel like a lot of athletes are, um, definitely had you know a couple years of struggling trying to figure out how to navigate through that. Yeah, and, and I, you know, usually it's somebody will win a medal and go back to Cal or Stanford, whatever. So you go back to Irvine <laughs> High, and then you go to another Olympics before you're. You know, basically, even in, in Tucson at U of A, right? So, I mean, you were. What's it like when you're, you're lining up against? Uh, I don't know Pacific Palisades High School, and and they're like, she's an <laughs> Olympic gold medal. I have no chance here. <laughs> so, what's really strange about um, like Southern California is it's like a powerhouse for aquatics. So we have some of the best swimmers, water polo players, uh, because it's ideal uh, climate for that so I actually would go to my high school championships and be racing against other girls who also competed at the Olympics so it's it was it was a very different kind of um like high school like world of sports I guess you can say where um yeah sure there were a bunch of girls that weren't going to the Olympics and things like that but there are you know a dozen of us at our state championships that um, were Olympians or Olympic qualifiers or, or had Olympic trial cuts. So it made for really fun, entertaining, especially for like spectators and stuff like that to come watch um, all these Olympic swimmers uh, duel it out at a high school meet. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more questions for Amanda Beard. You, you talk about being a perfectionist and I know, you know, you've been a, a model as well. And, you know, I'm, and and I know you you've been hard on your, your yourself as well. When and being a perfectionist is it's a it's a way to have a lot of anxiety, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I have uh, unfortunately tons of anxiety, which has helped me become like um, really great in different aspects of my life, but also then um, makes 
things a little more difficult as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, trying to um, be in uh, magazines and stuff like that, the way I always thought about it for myself is I never really felt like I was a model. I always felt like I was getting booked on on photo shoots because I was an Olympic swimmer. So that I had to always have that kind of mindset in my brain. Um, as soon as I would think that I was a model or something like that, I started stressing out about like, well, I'm not, I'm not six foot tall. I'm not, you know, I have a very different body type because I'm an athlete. And so I had to keep reminding myself, like, I'm doing this because I'm, uh, have had success in the pool and that's why people want me to do these magazines. So, that kind of helped calm my nerves about a lot of those um, kind of adventures in my life. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for sure, I'm pretty much uh, can get anxious about, like, anything that I want to be successful at, I guess. Very interesting. I mentioned the Hope Floats Foundation, and, you know, I was thinking um, <clears throat> kids today – um, more or less, they can stay. And I listen. I would have done the same thing if I had a high def TV and on-demand movies and video games. I don't blame them for staying inside. <laughs> but we know that the numbers of people learning how to swim are actually down. So that's not a good thing, is it? No, it's not. I mean, it's a skill. I always say, like, I don't care if you want to become a swimmer or not. You need to know how to swim. Um, the last thing that you want to do is go through life and not have that skill in your back pocket. Whether or not you want to go on a vacation and hang out at the beach or go, you know, to a hotel and there's a pool or you want to learn how to kayak or canoe or paddleboard or scuba dive. I mean, surf, there's, it's endless amount of things that you can do that involve water. So it's just, um, I think a lot of people like, well, my child doesn't like swimming or I don't like swimming. And I, and I totally get it. It's a very kind of, um, isolated, (laughs) different sports and other things, but you have to look at it as it's more so opening all these doors of opportunities. Um, and, you know, it's just a great way to stay healthy in life, too. I mean, you see people swimming at all ages um, just to stay fit and healthy, so it's pretty cool. Very cool. Also, um, tell us a little bit more about uh, Beard Swim Co. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a... Uh, it was an, an idea that I kind of had that I didn't know if I'd be able to get it accomplished because there's a lot of roadblocks, but I wanted to build a swim school um, to teach kids how to swim. Um, and so we did it up in the, like, just outside of the Seattle area in Washington State. And uh, we opened almost four years ago. It's been super fun and challenging, which I love, um, but we've been able to teach um, you know, thousands of kids how to swim and become water safe. Uh, so to me, it's like, it's been a really cool kind of transition from what I know is swimming. So how do I, how do I twist that into how I can continue to live my life doing the passion and something that I love while also feeling like I'm doing something really great for my community and all the kids in it? Very cool. Now that we know, one final question for you. We know that because of COVID, we didn't have the Olympics, uh, obviously, last summer in Tokyo. And um, I guess we'll have them this summer, but with uh, no fans. Uh, What would that mean to you to know that your mom, dad, whoever couldn't come see you swim? Or is it the kind of sport where you're so concentrated and you're underwater wearing goggles anyway, it doesn't matter? Where where are you on that? Um, To be honest, my whole family and 
I mean, I usually had about 20 family members and friends that would make it to every Olympics that I competed in. So I feel heartbroken for the families that do not get to be there to witness their child um, competing at such an amazing event just because the amount of time that you put into training and trying to achieve that goal and then for you not be able to celebrate that with your family, be thousands of miles apart and only be able to witness it on a television screen isn't the same experience. So uh, although I'm really excited for the athletes to get the opportunity to still compete, I do feel really bummed out that they won't get to share that with their family members. There she is, four-time Olympian, one of the best swimmers of all time, Amanda Beard. Check out Beard Swim Co. Check out Hope Floats Foundation. You can do all that. Go to amandabeardofficial.com, her uh, website, to learn more. Amanda, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on everything you got going on, and uh, let's catch up down the road. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Have an awesome morning. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and come on back on Sports Byline. 